Okay, let's begin. Oh, no video today? That's good. I like no video. There is? Nah, it's good. We don't need video. Okay. What? Yeah, it's not pressure. I'm just not a... Thank you. What? What do you mean more freedom? Yeah, correct. There used to be a time. There used to be a time. Yeah, there used to be a time where there were no recordings. But, you know, okay. It's good. Right, right. No recordings. You'll hear, and you would probably hear how it would be different. I don't even know how it would be different. It would probably be different. Because when there's recordings... (laughs) That for sure. If we do right, if a shot or two of vodka with no recordings... Sunday It'll be a whole different year. The recordings, I don't, so great question. The recordings, do the recordings trigger me? Let me think. The recordings definitely, I don't know if they trigger me, but they definitely subconsciously will, will hold me back, will give me, they give me a more of a self-consciousness of what I'm going to say. Because I know that when I'm here and I see everyone like this, so I know who I'm talking to. When I'm, when I'm talking to, and Kanainahara, there I think there are around over a thousand people, you know, like meaning the, the, the amount of streams, Baruch Hashem, we've had more than that over the last something years. Someone told me like altogether like 20, 30,000 streams. I don't know how that works. That's how many sets. So right, it's right, correct. Because there's Spotify. So I'm saying, right, right. So we don't, so I don't even know so when I don't know who I'm talking to, and now Baruch Shem, I haven't had like hate mail yet, but you know, maybe one day I'll get to there. I guess that would be a high madrega already when people are sending like, you know, but I've, but I've had, you know, I remember I spoke once about, I said a line um, once about um, like someone divorced and I was, say, I, I didn't, I said it, I, I guess I wasn't careful how I said it. I said something like, you know, if you don't have a good marriage, I, you know, I talk sometimes when it comes to that very, very, you know, straight and strong. And someone was offended. They're like, well, I listened to you, Shuram, and I'm divorced and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, I remember responding and I said, I, that's not what I meant. And I wasn't lying when I said that. It was just, no, I know, I didn't mean that. I was just like, whatever. There was Yotzeim and Aklal, but dot, dot, dot. I don't remember the exact conversation. But the point is, good, let me, let me you know, it's a good... No, no, hold on a second. So the point is, okay, maybe we'll do that. The point is, but then you have to have one recorder because you have to have the record. You have to have like a behind the scenes yeah, recorder because you're gonna want that. Because you're gonna want that recorded, right? But but I'll be but I'll be honest with you. The truth the truth is, I think a lot of it. It's a good thing also. I'll tell you why it's a good thing, because Lamaisa, you, you have to be sensitive to people, and and when I know I'm being recorded, and I know I'm being videoed. And I'm more careful with what I say. I think it's better because Lamaisa, I don't. I would never want to hurt somebody. I would never want to say something that that could be, you know, misunderstood. Meaning, over here, we could we could talk it out. So if I say something that somebody doesn't like, and you don't say something back, so I could be like, listen, I ask for question and comments. It's a little bit on you, you know. If I say something that someone doesn't like, or if I hurt your feelings. Like, it's same. the same. Like, nah, the camera's fine. The camera. It, it did it in the beginning when we did it. When we did the camera, we did the camera once, like, like uh, five years ago. And then I was like self-conscious. Now it's. I've, 
I'm like, whatever. Let's just talk, just talk the talk and, and, and say what we got to say and it'll be whatever it'll be. So I'm not so, I'm not so um, self-conscious of that. Right, it doesn't matter. The camera. Right, okay. Okay, so let's, good. That was a good little intro. Little, uh, little um, interesting piece of information. Can we turn off the recorders for today? Nah, it's fine. It's fine. We'll, 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 we'll get that. We'll, we'll talk. Okay. Um, I want to follow up on Aviel's question from yesterday. And I'm upset that I even said something yesterday because I knew that that wasn't the answer mm-hmm. that I wanted, but I felt that I had to give the answer. And I, and I don't know if even what I said is true. It could be it is true, but I, that's not what I wanted to say. And then afterwards, I'm like, I, I know the answer to what I was going to say. Aviel asked the question. His question was, because we were talking about when children have to parent, right? Let's just chazer over again. Meaning, um, uh, when a parent is parenting properly, whatever that means, but basically acting as an adult, right? Adults are supposed to be, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the, what we want, in the mature, functional world. You want to be an adult and a parent that's taking care of your children, Children are not supposed to be taking care of their parents, right? There's a reason why, why there are age, different times in your life where there's something called, right, Rafi, where you say there's age appropriate, stage appropriate. Nowadays, right, it's all mishkebobbled, right, which is not good, right? You want to be, I was just talking to someone uh, recently, we were just talking about my, my previous Manal, and he said a line, it was funny, it came out, Rav Tenler, Zatzal is a big tzaddik, very special person in Neri Yisrael. And he was saying, ba- babies should not be having babies. Right? That was his line that it was saying. He was very much like that. Like, you know, now, of course, that's a l- very strong to say, you know, but it's true. You want to become a mature person. And when you're a mature person, the more mature you're going to be, the better parent you're going to be. Right? That's push it. Right? Children are supposed to be children. And adults are supposed to be adults. That's the way in the perfect world, which we're trying to achieve. Nobody's perfect, but everybody here wants to be a good husband and wants to be a good father. In order to be a good husband and to be a good father, you want to be more mature. What are the levels of maturity? We could talk about that and we speak about that. That was what Yaakov Rosen was asking. So what is a child to an adult? What are some examples, right? So, so Aviel asks, so what happens if you're a child who had the parent your parents, because your parents are acting like babies. And if your parents are acting like babies, then you, the child, many times have to parent the child. So what are the ramifications? I think that was your question. I think we used that word yesterday. Okay. How does he parent a child? What? How does he parent a parent? How do you parent a parent? Um, you make sure they don't, uh, let's say you, you, your parents are fighting. So you, you know, uh, sometimes, sometimes you could be the one listening to the, your mother complaining about your father. You could be listening to your father complaining about your mother. Uh, you have to clean up their mess because my mother is too, you know, messy, literally, whatever it is. So I, I wash the dishes, not because I'm a good son or whatever, but what happens is you're overly burdened by the immaturity of your parents. Okay, right. Yeah. So Aviel asks, 
what happens to a person like that? So one of two things usually happens to a person like that, okay? The first thing that could happen to a person like that is that you could have a lot of shame. Why do you have a lot of shame? You have a lot of guilt and shame is because you're not able to be a parent because you're not supposed to be a parent and you're only 11 years old or you're only seven years old or you're only 14 years old. And what happens is you, you go ahead and you are not competent doing a job that you're not supposed to be doing. If I told you, Aviel, to go ahead and I need you to, you know, run, uh, become, you know, go speak to Rav Gutterman in, in the, uh, in the uh, uh, Kiryat Sefer, I want you to become the mayor, right? Go become the mayor, right? That would be a disservice to you. Why? Because you wouldn't do a good job. Now, you wouldn't do a good job. And what would happen? You start saying, I didn't do a good job. What's wrong with me? You'd start feeling guilt. You'd start feeling shame. You'd start feeling bad about yourself. Is that appropriate for you? Yeah, the camera action, because when I walk around, I'm more conscious. Yeah. Now, like, I'll walk around, who cares? Camera. See, I just stopped. Thank you, Rafi, for the trigger. But what's the point? The point is, Aviel, you would feel guilty. You would feel bad. But it would be inappropriate for you to feel bad feel guilty. Because you didn't do anything. Thank you. You didn't do anything wrong. Very good. That's number one. So the number one thing that's going to happen to a person who is parenting their parents is you're not going to do a good job because you're not supposed to be parenting your parents. You're supposed to be a child. You expect him to be in the right? But he does it himself. Okay, but also, the natural, good, good point. It doesn't matter that you are appointed. A child isn't appointed. Naturally, a child doesn't want his parents to fight, so he becomes the mediator because it's too painful when his parents are yelling at each other. So he tries to be there for his mother, his father, but then ends up, he can't, he's not a marriage counselor. He's a seven-year-old kid. He didn't go to a school to be, to care. He's not supposed to be a marriage counselor to his parents. His parents are supposed to have a marriage counselor. So when he fails at that, he's not gonna feel good about himself. He's, he's, not, he's in the wrong role. So, so that's number one. So you could carry that Okay, we're already getting into heavy, uh, heavy, uh, uh, deep stuff over here. Second, second thing that could happen to a person is you live not in reality. Why do you live not in reality? Because you're in a marriage council for your parents. That's not reality. What happens is you have a grandiose, this like extra feeling of specialness that you have because you're in this position. So those are two of the things that can happen. Okay. Thank you, question. And most of us, by the way, just to say, no, no offense to our parents, but most of us, and, and uh, myself as a parent also, I'm sure, I'm sure I've done things to my children that they had to, you know, maybe, uh, you know, uh, be, a, be a parent to me also. Could be. There are things. Now, you hope the percentage is not a high percentage. You hope you're 90% of a parent and 10% of a baby, as opposed to 90% of a baby and 10% of a parent. I have this sometimes over here in yeshiva. I have it. I get very upset. I get very upset when, now, again, I don't want to, this is, of course, recording also. I don't want to get anyone in trouble or, uh, eh, it's fine, because usually it's not, it's not as good as it is. You know, it's better to, 
keep it. But no, I get upset sometimes when children talk to me about tuition and this. I'm like, that's not your business. That's not, that's not, that has nothing to do with you. A parent is responsible to pay for their children. I'm not, I'm not saying this for parents to pay their tuition. That's not my point. My point is it's not, you're not supposed to be worried about your paying for your school. Your children our children are not supposed to be, no, I remember as a kid, I didn't know anything about schools charge money. This, who cares? I'm a kid. I'm supposed to go to school. I'm supposed to, now I'm not trying to trigger anyone in case they've been involved with that with their parents, but, but I'm going to say that, that, that you're not, that's, not, that's not an appropriate thing for you to know. When you're 20, 21, 22, or you graduate, or whatever it might be, if you, if you make a deal with your parents that you're taking over, you're paying for your college, you're paying for your, okay, that's a different conversation, okay. Well, we got a lot of, a lot of hands up. Let's start with, I saw Rav Hillel, and then we'll go to Nachi, and then, who's that, Yaakov. Well, I want to get to Yaakov, because Yaakov, that's a... I just want to know if I could add a third thing that could happen, or that I know yeah. experience. Okay, good. I know someone yeah. who uh, grew up in a house where the mother, in a way, was uh, very unfunctional. Right. And she had to take the role of the mother. Right. And she had to do all the homework with her little uh, sisters and everything. Nice, nice. When she grew up, it's very hard for her to deal with her children's homework because she's burnt out uh, based on the fact that she had to deal with, nice. her, uh, with her sister's homework all the time and she was the mother. Right. And there's many nice. times that she does that like she's burnt out from being the mother when she nice. was younger. Nice, nice. So you're saying, let's talk she's that trying, out. In a way, she's so trying, she's so trying now to do the same thing as the mother. Right. So, so now it's like she's tired. So, so that's a little bit like we were saying yesterday. Thank you, Philip. Or what we were saying yesterday, this is very good, was that the child is always going to have to be the child. So even though she wasn't able to be 13 to 15, let's say, and not worry about her children's homework, now she's not worried about her children's homework. Right. Very good. Correct. It's harder. Correct. Correct. That could be also, by the way, just to tell you. Right. So that could be, just to tell you, that could fall a little bit into category one. It could be. Because it could be she didn't, she, she doesn't feel like she's doing a good job. I'm just saying it could, it could be connected. Like, like, like it was, it's overwhelming. So it's overwhelming. Like, honey, relax. Why is it overwhelming? So it's not because of now. It's because of, right. So that fits very good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you, Sharon. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, who is next? Nachum. And then, then I want Yaakov. I'm excited, Yaakov. Yes. Okay. Nachum, Nachum. Let's hear so a lot of times when we hear like we talk and we'll, we'll come out with the effects of what a person might be like now yes. because they go through a trauma. For right. example, three things, Rebbe's in shame, not living in reality. The question, right. So now what do I do? Asked, the question I've commonly asked and I still never right. get an answer on Correct. what now. Good. So I'm happy Nachi said that because I think that that's a very important piece. Okay? I, and, and I'm not saying this just to get out of what you're saying. Okay? The, the first step, and I would say 90% of the ones you know it, one second. No, 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 one second. No. It's, not, it's not once you know it. The 90% of everything is the clarity. When you have clarity of what, how you act, and who you are, and you get it, that is already the end. And if you learn to live like that, you'll be able to get through a lot of things. You're, you're, so I'm just saying, the first step is the awareness, the awareness 
and the writing. When I see Shua writing, and I'm, and I'm saying this for everyone, write. Get your notes. Write things down. Because it's not about change. It's not about making the change as much as it's being aware. And I'll tell you why I'm saying that. Because everybody here is going to act immature as a parent. Everybody here is going to, I said this recently to someone, oh, the person's here, I'm not gonna, uh, who was it? I think he's here, wait, well, I was just talking to someone, oh yeah, he is here in the room, I'm not gonna, in the base vendors, I'm not gonna say who it is. I told him, you're going to make mistakes with your wife, and your wife is gonna make mistakes with you. I said it actually more clear than that. I said, you're going to hurt your wife, and your wife is gonna hurt you. Now that's not a curse, that's a fact. It's a fact, because we're human beings and we make mistakes. And you're going to hurt your wife and your wife's gonna hurt you. Now, you hope, you hope that you're aware and she's aware and you're working together and understanding and how to build a relationship. A relationship doesn't mean, Nazi, tell me what to do so that I'll be perfect and I won't mess up anymore. It's let me be aware of who I am let me be aware of what my weaknesses are. Let me be aware of what my, right, the, the, the favorite word, trigger, which we're gonna have to change soon, because trigger is becoming too, uh, it's like anxiety. I don't use the word anxiety. I mean, I say it, but when I talk to people, I won't let them say the word anxiety because it covers up the anxiety. Trigger also, we're gonna have to, one of the shiurim will have to talk about what a trigger ultimately is, because a trigger can mean so many different things to so many different people. But the point is, you want to know what gets you. You want to know what hurts you. You want to know what benefits you. You want to be aware. Don't under, no, but I'm saying it on purpose. You're underestimating, no, no, no. You're underestimating that that's what we need to do. But what it's happens the after process. You it's not what happens after you constantly have to be doing that. What happens when you're constantly doing that? So what are you going to, I'll tell you what's going to do. You got to do, you got to buy a back to the future machine. You have to get a machine. You have to go back to childhood when you were seven years old. And instead of you, I'm not talking about you, Nahi, instead of you parenting, your parents, you're gonna stop and say, Mom, I am not listening to you anymore talk about Dad. If you want to have a better relationship with Dad, you must call a marriage counselor. But you can't go back in time. So, so if you want to know what to do, so what you need to do is you need to be aware. But I am aware. Aware, great. And then No, one second. So you're aware. If you're aware, if you're aware that there is shame, I don't want to talk about you publicly. But if a person's aware that I have shame, and a person's aware that I think that I'm better than everybody else, and he knows where it comes from, that he can work on shame and work on. I'm feeling good. So how does one work? Good. Okay, good. That's the easy part, Nachi. I'm being serious. Okay, That's the easy I, part. Now, once I have that awareness, I am this way because I went through this. Great. I feel shame. I struggle with reality. Great. Beautiful. How do I learn to live in reality? Great. Beautiful. That's a great question. I have the awareness that I do it. Great. I'm okay with that. Great. But now well, I don't want to be living in fantasy land my whole life. Great. Okay, good. That's beautiful. So first of all, beautiful. 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 No, I mean that. You don't want to live in fantasy. You don't want to live in that your whole life. You don't want to live in shame. And you want to live in reality. Great. That's great. Let's start with that and let's end with that. But she 
just not work on the problem. I just want to work on the problem. So now I have this know. problem. And yes, yes the problem first, the first step, the first step is to say if I have shame, so you could you could speak about it. You have to look up how to deal with shame. You speak to a therapist. You talk. You talk. You share with people. You, whatever you got to do with that. You want to talk about living in reality? We could talk about that. So we could talk about that. If you want to dedicate one of the next few shirim to talk about how does a person deal with shame? How does a person deal with not living in reality? Great. But I think that it's harder the first thing because not living in reality is not having this, right? I'm going to say this with all respect, right? Right? Wouldn't it be great if there were another 100, 200 people sitting here in the base measure share? So at least you're living in reality that you want to work on yourself. You're living in reality that you want to work on yourself. That's living in reality. Recognizing that I have shame is living in reality. That's a great. Let, let, let's stop with that for now. Okay, well, we'll to be continued. Okay. I, I respect the question, but, but I think you're underestimating the power of the awareness. No, I know it's 95. I think it's Correct. Right. Well, the reason you want to bang the nail and get it into the wall, again, this getting a personal conversation, is because you don't want to have the shame and you want to live in reality. That's not living in reality. I'll say that again. You got it? I got it. You got it. But I'll say it for everybody else. Okay. Is that okay? For sure. Not living in reality is thinking that I'm going to put a nail into my shame and living in reality. It doesn't work like that. If you have shame, it could take you 20 years to get rid of your shame. It could take you 20 years to live in reality. Not even 20 years. Your whole life you have to work on living in reality. What, you think now you're working on reality? Or in five years from now you're going to be like, Oh, hi, Shalom I don't have to talk about these things. Why is Rafael, what's, what's he doing here? What's Rafael, what's Rabbi Sunshine doing here? What's Rabbi Widow doing here? What's Rabbi Ashkenazi doing over here? Why is Rabbi Friedman here? Why is Rabbi Zared here? Why are they sitting here? They're not teenagers in the Sishiva. Why are they sitting here? They're sitting here. Why am, I, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because I'm, uh, okay, uh, I love teaching. I love sharing. But I, but I, I, I love doing this also because I need this also. Got it? Okay. It clicked. You got, it. You got the nail in the... Click by the way, this is really solid. Good, exactly. Correct. Correct. Beautiful. Beautiful. Go, Yaakov. I'm actually going to make a bracha for us. Baruch atah adenai. Amen. Amen. I guess it's a lot to say that the Lord No problem. Right. Yeah, so that's, so that's similar. We did speak a little bit about that yesterday. Now, it depends where you are in your family. If you're an oldest sibling, a lot of times that comes with the territory of having younger siblings. But I just want to tell you, for all the parents here, I go through this all the time with my children. If I'm telling my little child to do something, and then he has an older, many older siblings, or and any parents who know this, has this all the time, where the siblings are telling the younger siblings what to do. And if you're from the younger siblings, you've had your older siblings telling what to do. <laughs> now, what is this parent? Now, there's a parenting class I'm giving right now. What is a parent supposed to do? And I do this all the time. I sit in front of the child who's parenting the other child, and I say, I love you, honey, 
or I love you, dear. I'm so happy that you're trying to tell your little brother or your little sister what to do. But thank God he has a father or she has a father, and I will tell the child what to do. Please stay out of his business. Got it? What? Uh, it's not difficult at all. Okay, good. That's a good, so good. That's good, good something for you to know. But when, when a parent is not parenting and a parent is, is relying on the siblings to parent because I'm too tired or I'm too this. Now, it doesn't mean that a parent can't ask a, uh, a child to do homework. It doesn't mean you can't, the family can't be a harmonious family and people can't help each other. I could ask my daughter to babysit and take care of her. There's nothing wrong with that. But when it's done as I can't do it, I don't want to do it, and, and you're doing it out of your own, like you were asking before, you're doing it because I'm not doing it. And sometimes you'll have your children say that. Well, he's making a mess, and you, Tati and Mommy, are letting him make a mess. Something like that. Right? You're laughing because you know, right? Exactly. If you have old enough children, you'll know that that's my simbachal yom. That's what happens. Well, you're just sitting there. You're on the phone. Good. That's a good taina. It's a good taina. You have to be able to, 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 to respond to that. Make sense? Ask, ask more if you're, if you're not satisfied. What's that balance between, oh, this is okay for a kid to be doing, this is the normal responsibility. Right, so I think the balance is the child and the parent has to know himself. Am I not doing it because I'm not capable of doing it? Because I'm out to lunch, because I'm on my phone and I'm neglecting my child? Or I'm doing that because, because we're, it's, it's okay, it's okay to ask my, my son to, to do homework with, with his little sister. But I could do it also, but it's okay. He, will, he learn, so It depends where it's coming from. Is it coming from neglect? Or it's coming from creating a, a healthy family atmosphere? But if a child ever feels the burden, the burden, I think that's probably the word. If a child feels the burden of a parent, that's very, very dangerous. That's where you don't want to get into. And if you haven't unburdened yourself, you're going to do, guaranteed, guys, you will do the same exact things to your children. Generations continue, right? I know this is hard for everybody to hear, but it's okay. Abusers continue to abuse. That's usually the way it works. Now, you might not do it that way, right? You could say if your father was very strong and very disciplinarian on you, you might swear, I'm going to let my kids do whatever they want. But you know what? That's abuse also, to let your kids do whatever they want. So you're going to go the extreme, and then you're going to end up messing it up also. So if you don't heal yourself, if you don't fix yourself, if you don't get your stuff together, and you don't change your life, assume... As I said this many times, and I'll say it now, right? I love it. It's one of my favorite lines that I made up, is that I have good news and bad news. Yassi, you know what I'm going to say, right, Yes, I have good news and bad news. So I guess I don't say it enough. I have good news and bad news. You've heard it, Penny? The good news is you're not married. What? Correct. The bad news is what? You're going to get married. Nice, that was cute. The bad news, correct. I like that. The bad news is you're going to have a bad marriage. That's why you made that joke. The bad news is assume right now 
that you're going to have a bad marriage. Assume right now that you're not going to be a good father. Why am I saying that? Because that's just the natural inertia of the way things are. Because it's hard to be a good husband. It's hard to be a good father. It's hard to work on yourself. It's hard to get clarity of yourself. It's very hard. So what the bad news is, assume you're going to mess up in your relationship with your wife. Assume you're going to mess up with your relationship with your kids. That's the bad news. Penny, what's the good news? Exactly. The good news is you're here in yeshiva and you're young and you can work on yourself and you can work on yourself and you can become more aware, right? To talk to the older people here, the older people, not the old people, the older people here, it's very hard because if you messed up, it's, it's much harder to, to, to go back in time, much harder. So good, Yaakov, does that help? All right, one more. Okay, just to give, guys, we got to give Yaakov Koko is somebody who sits here daily, works on himself as a tzaddik. He's quiet. He talks a little bit and does a lot. And, and I respect you a lot, Yaakov. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Beautiful. Who is next? Rafi, I think, was next. Yeah, um, Rabbi, kind of answered my first question was about um, what's the balance and everything. But let's say, let, Rebbe said it's um, neglect or abuse. It doesn't have to be. And, and doesn't it doesn't have to be, okay? What do you mean? Let's say it's not a situation where the parent is just on their phone, okay? Let's say a family was put in a very bad situation. Let's say Chasu Shalom, they had, um, I'm thinking of a specific example in my head, where they had a very sick baby. Right. Okay? They did the best that they could, but the 100%. parents were with the sick baby a lot, and the and the kids had to kind of no one's the blaming. older siblings had to take care of the younger siblings. It's not neglect. It's not abuse. It's a bad situation. Hold up. Well, hold up. Go up. Good. Okay. Uh, let's just be clear. Uh, your father's an alcoholic, and he comes home every night, gets drunk, and beats 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 you up or beats up one of your siblings, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you that that's not abuse. You know why it's not abuse? So why he's an alcoholic? He's an alcoholic because his father did the same thing. His father's an alcoholic. And he's an alcoholic because he, when he was a kid, dot, 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 dot. So now, now it's not abuse? So he might have a reason why he's doing what he's doing, but at the end of the day, that's what it is. I'm not saying if a parent neglects a child... These people can't change their... Like, I mean, he could change the situation. No, I'm saying I'm not saying that somebody who has a terrible, terrible situation, and because of that, they neglect their children, right? I'm not I'm not judging them, but me as the child could be that I got it was neglect that neglect for me. But it's not abuse, and it's not the parent isn't specifically abusing. Right. So you don't like the word abuse. I'm actually, there's, there's a, a book called Facing Codependence by Pia Melody. Pia Melody explains, that's why I say it, and I'm quoting from her, and I, I think it's a very powerful quote and a very powerful yesod for our generation, for a lot of us, is that neglect is a form of abuse. People associate abuse with physical, verbal, spiritual There's spiritual abuse also. Spiritual, intellectual, whatever you're going to call it. Abuse. But, or and, 
When there's neglect, that's also a form of abuse. Now I'll tell you, I'll tell you the raya. The raya is, is that uh, passive aggressive. Let me ask you a question. If someone ignores you, is that abuse? If you're, are you, could, has anyone ever, you don't have to raise your hand, but has ever, anyone ever been bullied by a group of friends ignoring you? Yes. Sometimes ignoring someone is more abuse than spitting at someone and yelling at someone. When people ignore somebody, that could be more abusive than yelling at them. So now we don't look at it that way because we say, oh, my brother never hurt me. All he did was didn't talk to me. No, that's abuse also. If you don't talk to your wife, I've said this many times, you don't talk to your wife, right? You could not argue with your wife, but you don't talk to your wife, you're, you're equally going to have a bad marriage as if you yell at your wife, and vice versa. If your wife doesn't talk to you, it's the same exact thing. Ach, who, labalamashchis. Philo knows what I'm referring to. Anyone who knows, um, you know, the Masil Sisharim and Zrizas. The Atzel, the Atzel is a brother. And the Gra even says, the Gra says, we did it in Shir the other day, the Gra says that when I'm not going to get to, I think we learned it together also. And Evan Shlema, he says, when you're not, okay, it's already getting off this topic, just stum. It just hit me in my head. The Gra, the Gain says that when you don't do a mitzvah, okay, this might get people a different conversation, but just Agav, the Gra says when you don't do a, a, an Asay, it's worse than when you do a Los Asay. Because a Los Asay is that one time you did it. When you're passive aggressive, it's every second the guy's not talking to you, he's hurting you. You don't like it. Uh, I don't understand what grammar was. Or it's right not grammar. I'm not grammar. But, but when you say a parent abused a child, you immediately think that it was somehow the parent could have done differently. The alcoholic father, you're right. It was. He could have done it differently. He could have he gone. Had bechira, right? he, he had why, why did he have a bechira? Talk to an alcoholic. They don't have bechira. What are you talking about? A real alcoholic? How does he have bechira? How do you have bechira? I don't know if you had Bechira. We're not getting into Bechira now. I don't know. But I don't know either. If you're in a situation like that, I said with that, that was What? Sick. Okay, but I'm saying, but an alcoholic could be, he's an alcoholic. What do you want to say? I don't know. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. What do you, what do, you do? He, he, his father was an alcoholic. His grandfather was an alcoholic. I'm just saying, it's the same thing as someone, like he's saying, the situation. The situation caused X, Y, and Z. So this situation caused that he's an alcoholic. What's the difference? Each situation is causing. No, I don't know why you're excusing. I don't know why you're excusing. You say we're a parent's acting childish. Right? Drinking alcohol and getting drunk is acting, yes, is acting childish. Taking care of a sick in the hospital, not acting childish. Again, we're not. Again, we're not. We're not blaming someone that because of circumstances they're not being a good parent. We're not blaming anyone. We're not blaming anyone. We're talking from the child's perspective. If I'm a child and I didn't get what I needed to get because of X, Y, and Z, we're not blaming and saying that the parents didn't have a good excuse. But one of my favorite lines, uh, Josh is here, excuses don't produce results. It's not their fault, but that's what I got. It's not, no one's blaming anyone. Right? I spoke to someone who his mother had the Rahman al-Litzlan. His mother had, had the Machla his whole life. She was sick. She died his whole life. That's not, we're not saying that it's the mother's fault. It's not the mother's fault. 
But at the end of the day, he, his mother wasn't there for him. That's not, I'm not blaming the mother. But at the end of the day, you say, oh, what are you feeling guilty about? Your, your mother had to go to the hospital. What does that have to do with anything? I went through pain. I went through neglect. I'm not blaming anyone. We're not blaming the alcoholic. We're not blaming the parent. That's not the, that's not the point of our discussion here. It's not to blame anyone. It's to, it's to be aware of, of what that causes in a person. Usually a person would say, oh, well, Rafi, what are you complaining about? Your father didn't do this to you. Your mother didn't do this to you. What are you complaining about? You didn't know, right? You go to speak to your, your, you know, somebody about it. Oh, it's hard for me because my mother's never home. Shame on you. Why shame on you? You don't know that your mother's busy taking care of your grandmother or you don't know your mother. What does that have to do with anything? I still need love from my mother. What, what, what do you want from me? The fact that the, right, whose fault is all it's... It's not about whose fault, correct. It's not whose fault. If, I, if I'm in pain because I missed something in my life, if I'm in pain and I was hurt as a child because my father acted a certain way, because my mother acted a certain way, I, I'm not, we're, not saying, we're not saying that anyone's at fault. We're saying at the end of the day, the... the, the, the you know, the, the thing fell on my toe when my toe was broken. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, I'll be up. I just wanted to refer to what Nucky yeah. uh, said about yeah. uh, what's now. <laughs> so yeah. I think that, I think that uh, like over time here in Tinder, I'm just starting to realize that there is no, like, what's now, because, and also it's like, there is never, like, one answer. Because, like, I used to think that, like, for everything, there's just, like, a... One thing, like this is how you need to do it, this is how it's gonna work for everybody. But each one, like the Ruby said about ways, that each one knows what his goal, where he wants to get to, but he doesn't know where he's located, like where, where is your location right now. So it could be that let's say we try and we both try and be better people. And let's say this is in the center, but I'm in I'm here and you're nice. there. Nice. So I need to make a right and then a left, but you need to make left and then a right. Beautiful. So each one needs to get his own Beautiful. answer, maybe privately or get to know himself Beautiful. better this way. Beautiful, love it, love it, love it, Avi. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of that. You're only not even here. How long are you? Not even a year. From Purim, we got you. Not even a year. He's he's here, but he comes. You come. You listen. You're here to learn. Yes, Rafael. I'll try asking this uh, without saying shoulds. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, is it right to say that whenever you uh, set jobs or requests to your children? That what you have in mm, mind mm, is mm. that is this good for my child for his chinuch mm. as being part of the home, and anything but that would be wrong. Meaning, right. if yeah. I need my daughter to hold the baby because right. I can't pick up the baby right now, right. and the baby's screaming, right. so That's I right. shouldn't. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't do it. Yeah. If right. the reason that I do it is because I need it, right. but right. If I can right. come to the conclusion that this is good for my daughter's right. she lives in this house or whatever. Good. Right, each uh, situation. Beautiful. Uh, beautiful. I think that's beautiful. That's the guy. I, I, I just think. Listen, I, I love the question. I respect your thinking about it. it obviously, it's not so. It's not, like it's not black and white. No, and it's not so like uh, I'm doing this for the chinuch of my daughter. You're, you're, first of all, Hill, I'm sure you're a wonderful parent. I'm not worried about you. I'm not worried about your daughter. I'm sure you're sensitive. Just the fact, and Nachid is what you were saying in Aviel, just being aware, aware is, this, is why am I saying that? Because there's nothing wrong with asking your daughter to hold the baby. There's nothing wrong with asking your child 
to help out but another child. The child doesn't want to Good. The child correct. Is either correct. Crazy, but sometimes we take advantage. Correct. And sometimes we take. Correct. 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 And sometimes we take advantage of the children. And sometimes we take advantage of children who are better at doing this and better at this. And it could be hard. It could be hard for them. Some children, Mir Tashem, it's really parenting stuff. But some children love to clean off the, the, the table, right? They want to clean off. Why? Because they want to take off the stress from mommy. Now, there's a healthiness to them. That's also not a healthiness to that. Doesn't have to be, yes, it's good to be machanach your children to clear off the table. But not that they have to clear off the table. Otherwise, the house is a wreck. Or otherwise, mommy's going to throw a fit or daddy's going to throw a fit. It's very different things. Nothing wrong with a child helping. Adarabah. It's very healthy for people to feel, mommy, can I help you? Daddy, can I help you? But the question is, where is it coming from? Is it coming from a sense of, 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 uh, of if I don't do that, the, the house is going to blow up? Or my mother's going to lose it? Or my dad's going to lose it? Or it's coming from, I want to help because I want to help. That's not that who will? That a parent. A parent right. So that, I don't know if that's good. I don't what know if that's you, always good. In that scenario, is a child, like, what is a child supposed to do? Should he not clear the table? Right, good. Okay, again. So a hel- again, a, a healthy parent, the healthier parent you're going to be, would say, I don't want you to clean up the table. Well, I'm as, saying as a child. As a child. We're not talking about as a child. You're not a child anymore. How old are you? I'm 20. <laughs> Sorry. It's over. You're not a child anymore. Now you have to become an adult. What to tell your child? Your child does not have to clean off the table. You and your wife will make sure the table is clean. Now, naturally what will happen... I'm not home. I'm not talking about your parents now. You're an adult now. Should I say that? One thing, one thing, one thing. You're an adult now. Let's get into reality. Reality is your next goal is you marry a healthy woman. You're healthy. You clean up. Your wife cleans up. You clean up together and you clean up. Your wife doesn't have to clean up. You clean up. And your little nussy or your, your little, whatever your wife's name is going to be, the little cutie pie is going to look up, and then she's going to want to clean up. He's going to want to clean up. And the house will be a house where we're all cleaning up. But not because if I don't clean up, Tati is going to lose it at me, and Mommy is going to be crying because the house is around. You hear the difference? Now, talking about you going home, that's a different conversation. That's an adult going back to their adult home. Different conversation, we'll put that on the, someone's going to start writing that. Yitzhi, we're going to start writing now with all these questions, what the next shiram are going to talk about. Shah Sammy, I can see Who else had a question? We got someone else, and then we'll wrap up. I have a comment. I'm nothing. Yes, a comment. Based on what Rafi was saying, a very, very wise woman wrote in the book that he was talking about yes. that abuse is less than nurturing, like, circumstance. It's not physical, it's not like, and, and what, what we was saying, it's not about, well, if a parent, if parents got divorced, probably the best thing was for them to get divorced. If they weren't happy and they were hating each other, then it could, could have been even more abuse if they would have stayed together. So it's not like in that situation where, but that's, that, that it's their fault or that they're to blame, because that's what needed to be done. But at the end of the day, it's still less than nurturing for a kid to grow up in that environment. And that is abuse, because a kid went through something that's not beneficial. As a parent, your job, is to only, not only, but like your job is to, nur- is to give your kid emotional and physical nurturing. You're supposed to help As much as you can, beautiful. As much as you can. So if you're not doing it, you're doing it less than you could be doing it in a way that's abusing them because they're not getting what they're supposed to be getting.
Exactly, hundred percent, Rabbi Zara, hundred percent, which is very true, because a lot of times when a person says, "Well, what happened? Nothing really happened. My father didn't do anything to me. My mother didn't do anything to me. My brothers didn't do anything. Maybe that was the problem. <laughs> Maybe they didn't do anything. Maybe there was neglect. And then there's that guilt when someone chas v'shalom. I mean, it happens. Someone was physically beaten, verbally abused. So it's like, okay, I have an excuse to to, to be angry and sad. But no one ever hit me. No one ever hurt me. I don't have an excuse. A million percent. Okay, a million percent. Beautiful. Hashem should help us all. We should be Zoha. What does this have to do with the Chavat Chaim and Lashon Hara? You know what it has to do with it? Because we're not going to do a halacha today. It has to do with a Mitzorah. Because a Mitzorah is Motzi Ra. When you're hurt, you hurt other people. When we're hurt, we can hurt other people. Hurt people, hurt people. And the more you're able to heal, and the more you're able to understand what you've been through, and like we said, now see, like I said, all of us here, we're not eight years old. I mean, your son was here before, but he, Baruch Shem, has a wonderful father and mother. So, but I'm saying all of us here in the base marriage are not little children. We're all adults. And our responsibility now is different. It's different, it's different. Our responsibility now is to say, how am I going to change the things that I didn't like that my parents did? How am I going to continue the things that I loved that my parents did do? As I've said many times, you have to love and respect and thank your parents either way. Because either they did a great job and you'll just copy them and just follow them, or they didn't do such a good job and you'll do the opposite of them. So either way, you have to be thankful. And most of the time, it's a mixture. Nobody's perfect. The question is, how hard what the mixture was. Was it 90-10, 50-50, 70-30? That's for you to do. So Hashem will help us through our, maybe uh, next time, Anachi left, maybe next time we'll have to figure out uh, more quote-unquote solutions. But like I said before, just talking, just sharing, just understanding yourself is 90%, maybe even more, um, than, uh, than we can imagine. And, and, and I want to say, Yeshaya, I saw only a few minutes, I didn't get the whole thing. If anyone wants to watch something really funny, want to get some laughs, uh, Yeshaya did a great stand-up, six-minute stand-up. I hope it's okay if we, we pass it around. Yeah, that was okay, I thought it was great. Okay, wonderful, everybody. Can I show you something? Yeah, please.